0: How you doing? Welcome to the OKO show. It's your boy OKO, and we got special guests from 100 great men, and we're gonna go live for a broadcast today. Um, we got a lot of great speakers today coming to speak to McLean football, and at the end, I will tell you all the guests, and they'll and just use the name. They're gonna to talk to McLean and all your audience around the world to tell you there's 100 great, great men out here. They go, they write a great stories and. We're going to kick things off with one of the guest speakers, or many great speakers.
1: i got to give Keith more time to wrap all this up. <laughs> uh, my name is Derek Tates. I'm a electrical engineer from Tulsa, Oklahoma. with Edison High School back in the old days. Some of y'all, who, who said they want to be an engineer? Work with, who wants to work in science, computing, technology? Those are the jobs in the future. It may face out football. You hear them talk about concussions and injuries. Uh, it may happen at some point, but not in kind of your lifetime. That's something to bring, to keep it bringing. But the key to my success is believing in myself. I always liked sports because of entertainment. I didn't dream about sports. My parents weren't big on sports. My mother was a historian. My dad was an electrical engineer. So they, they push academics, they push school. They put studying and learning, and, and that's what, what I followed up on when I went to college. I went to Oklahoma State University, and and I knew all the guys who played football, basketball. A couple of them made it to the league. Uh, they didn't last. Some one guy did, but uh, his life fell apart because he wasn't prepared. He wasn't educated. A guy named a Man, mm. played for Washington University. Good guy, but uh, they used him. Guys like him, John Corcoran, Terry Miller, old school guys. But, but the key for your success is to have a plan for yourself and believe in what you can do. It. Now I started engineering working for oil and gas companies and eventually I lost my job. I got laid off twice for no reason. I was a good engineer, I was qualified, I was doing good work. But when times got tough, you hear about the last Hired, first hired, That's something real. (laughs) I got tired of that. so I said, I'm going to start my own business. And I didn't get a lot of support. A lot of people said, you don't want to start your own business. Go on and work for a big company. Work work for the man. That's what you need to do. My own mother, after I got laid off, she goes, you think they'll hire me back? I said, I don't want to go back. I want to do my own thing. And I believed in myself. My wife believed in me. And I made it happen. But it is really interesting that I saw myself being successful. So you have to see yourself being successful. I've seen people with dreams. I think no way they would make that dream, but they, they made it happen. And, and you can make it happen. But the key, one of the things I want you to remember is how you see yourself is not how other people see you. But you need to be the person that you're supposed to be and that you want to be. I'll tell you one quick story, because I know we've got a lot of people, a lot of good stories to say. Robert Burger from Amoco, as engineer on the 41st and 8th. I was a scientist. I would do experiments. I would come in at night and I would check my experiments. I had a computer, I was, had machinery, and I would test results and do things. Uh, and I had 24 hour access to that facility. So I thought I was doing pretty good. So I went down there one night and check on my
2: experiment.
1: It was about 10 o'clock. And they had a place where you sign in. To get into the building. So I came in there and I had my ID and I opened the door and there was a guard station and I signed in. And the guy behind the kind of said, Well, you need to sign this register right here. I said, No, I, I don't need to. I got 24-hour access. Here's my car. He goes, No. All the janitors had to sign this board right here. So to him, he couldn't see a black man coming there at night and being in doesn't than the janitor. But I'm an engineer. I didn't didn't trip. I said, no, I don't need to sign that. Uh, I'm out of jail. No shame in being in jail. Both my grandparents were domestics. They took care of white people in South Tulsa and left their own kids and lived in the uh, we call them state quarters, they call them service quarters. So that's what that's what we came up with. And I'm trying to take the next step in life to have a better life for myself and my family. And I think I've done that. And you guys can do that too. But the key is, believe in what you are. Don't let other people define you. And, and just stay on focus. If you guys have a plan, don't let anybody tell you otherwise. And see yourself as the person you are, and not put yourself in a box other people in front of you. So I love you all. We're going to be here a lot. We're here to help you.
3: Mr.
0: Gat-Soup, where you at? Right here, sir. Come up Uh-oh. Good morning, gentlemen. What's going on? i'm We're trying to be brief, quick. I'm going to give you a quote. The great Winston Jones said, Your acceptance of me has nothing to do with my own self-worth. So we all walk through this earth like right value. We have value. And and it's a higher power that controls all of our values. So I don't care what anybody says about you, you have value. You are somebody. Now the message that you're going to get from the world is you're a criminal, you're a rapist, you're not smart, uh, your swag is too too much overbearing, Uh, your aggression should be held against you, you should be dead in the streets. That's what, that's what your phones and your TVs are going to tell you. Don't believe me. So who am I? My name is Guy True. I'm a, I'm a North Tulsa boy. So we all the same. We come from this little, big, five square mile radius, so and we got diamonds. We got some of the coldest people ever walked the earth. All over the world. In every industry imaginable. Athletics, entertainment, engineering, science, on and on and on and on. Dr. Cornel West, one of the brightest men in the world, right over here from San Springs. So I want you to know, whatever it is you want to be is possible. I played football as my way out of North Tulsa, right? And I went to Carver and Booker T. and I played for the first black coach in college football history at, at the Division I School, a guy named William Jefferson, at Wichita State University. I traveled, I transferred, Finish the play for him at Howard University. And so at Howard, I, I met some of the greatest people in the world. Sean Combs, Puffy was in school when I was in school. And I just go on and on to, rise to the, like millions of people that I that I'm I connected to because of my athletics experience. After playing ball, I went to graduate school, got a, a degree in counseling psychology, a master's. And then I decided right like, then what my passion would be. My passion would be to help. Athletes like me. So I went to work for the NCAA, the governing body of college athletics, and I worked there for about eight years. Then I went to work for the NFL uh, over player development. So all over, the country, all over the country, I know everybody there is to know in football. I know Roger Dale, I know uh, uh, Russell Wilson, I know Pete Carroll, I, I know everybody. And I'm, and I'm only telling you that to say this little country boy from North Tulsa got out because I just did one thing. Listen to the men and women that told me what the hell to do. So everybody got one person in their lives that's saying, pull your pants up, go to school, read a book, execute the play. And so that's all I really need. Listen to one person that I knew gave, you know cared about me in some way, right? So, as, as, as I told, I just want you to understand that I, I want you to think about your futures and all these men that are here. And I want to take this one relationship with one man to change their lives. So they all showed up. They all showed up because they're right? And so right now, I'm guaranteeing you and if you commit to getting to know one of these men in here, personally, it's your responsibility, it's my honor to, to rock with you and ride with you, you're going to make it to whatever dream you have. I promise you. That's a guarantee. A hundred black men in here, because they care about you. Right? And so I can, I can talk to you all about a path to make it college football, a path to make it to the NFL. But I want to talk to you about a path to become a man and get old and great. Get to be 80. Get to be 90. That's all I care about. Now, this, these little colors and brands can help you do. Your little athleticism can help you do. I appreciate your time, thank you.
3: That young man was at Carver when I was teaching at Carver. <laughs> and when I called him, he said, Mr. Miller, what time and what and where are you going to be? That's respect. And he was like in the seventh, eighth grade back back in college. But when I called him, he said, Mr. Miller, where I do I need to me? You up next.
0: What's up, fellas? Good morning. What's up, up, Y'all know me. I'm CJ. I was, my partner laughed. I was hoping he'd be here, but he's not here yet. But I thank you, Mr. Miller, for letting me be here. Uh I wouldn't have done nothing that I counseled some of my performance. Y'all know what I do. I'm CJ Wins McLean, graduated from McLean, played with this uh, only state championship team that played and, and uh, won the state championship in basketball. Played football. This is my school, my neighborhood. I grew up in this place. I opened up a business, McLean barbershop, named it, McLean barbershop. Want you to know where I come from, how I do it, this is how it is. So I'm just like any one of y'all. The dudes I work with, just like y'all. But one thing that I do have in my life was a man. A man that was in my life, which is my dad. And if you don't have your dad in your life, any man, God put men in in our lives. All these men. So God don't make no no, no mistakes, no accidents. He don't do that. If you don't have your dad, God will make sure the man will put in your life to show you how to be a man, what a man is all about, the way we work, the way we don't complain, the way we be responsible, be responsible about the things that we, you know, the, the, the way we work. So all I say is, when I tell my kids, all you young men here, I got boys y'all age, I got sons in the Navy playing f- uh, football, my boys are went to college, all my kids, all of them went in college, they keep on going, I got kids that graduated, One thing that makes me real bad with all my kids is excuses. Somebody say excuses. Excuses. Don't make no... time, he's my he's my father, he's my dad. He was, the father is a provider. You understand? what I'm saying these men, some of these men, is my brother. Keep reading. This man is like my dad, for real. Can he me back in my head and get away with it, right? It's real. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm <serious>. no comment. But <laughs> no, I'm serious. It can happen. And the reason I'm saying it, to y'all brothers, is because y'all got the right to check each other. That's y'all's responsibility, to check each other, to hold each other responsible for what somebody else is doing. You understand what I'm saying? Somebody should making excuses on their football field or in life, my mama this, or my daddy this, or this hat. Check. You understand what I'm saying? Y'all turn to somebody and say, I'm going to check you. Come on, turn to somebody and say, I'm going to check you. Listen, we're family. If he ain't doing his job, check it, bro. If he ain't doing his job, check him. This is how we he help each other become men in this society. You understand what I'm saying? And like the man was just saying before, whatever the world say we, we we gonna be or we not gonna be, this, whatever. Listen, it's what you say about yourself. You understand what I'm saying? So check each other, help the coaches take that uh, that, that uh the the criticism that comes from the coaches, and I promise you. Don't get confused thinking somebody beat y'all down. Nobody would be here if they didn't love you guys. You understand what I'm saying? Men love men. And most of all, black men love black men. Y'all hear me? So check each other, keep loving each other. Y'all can be around each other. I got a father, man. We've been friends since the sixth grade. All my fathers, the ones that come to the shop, we've been around each other, sixth, seventh, eighth grade. We hang out and do all that, y'all do the same thing. That's why I say y'all fans, y'all gonna lie, y'all gonna forget each other. That's why I say, man, check each other and work hard, take it for criticism and no excuses. Put the excuses away. My dad said all the time, excuse ain't nothing but a lie. of in Christmas paper. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Don't make no excuses. All no excuses, my dad, first thing you do, open hands, slap the taste at you, my man. Because he said the jail is full of a bunch of men making excuses. I wouldn't be here if the bro wouldn't have this. all got away with it. That's exciting, that bro. Take responsibility. You out here doing wrong. That's why you're in jail. You get what I'm saying? Yes, so let's make no excuses. Everybody out, no excuses! No, no excuses. We're gonna make no excuses. God made us black. There ain't no excuse. You feel me? Ain't no excuse. So what I'm black. I bet y'all make it.
1: So what I'm
0: like, I bet y'all make it. Uh So what I'm like, I bet y'all make it. You feel what I'm saying? No excuses, man. That's what me and me and we don't make excuses. We we get the job done. All right. Love y'all. Y'all know where I'm at. Y'all always come where I'm at. I'll see y'all again.
3: (laughs) McLean alumni. McLean alumni. McLean alumni. Yes, and he got a state championship ring because he put in the work. And he just right up the corner up here. If you're hungry, well, let up the corner up there and he'll teach. If you got something you got to talk about, something teaching do going to piss you off, well, let up that corner up there and talk to you. Well, he knows what it's about. He comes from here. McLean alumni.
0: Mr. Harris. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. My name is David Harris. I am the current president of, one of the Warren and of Tulsa. Um, I'm also a uh, Tulsa native. I went to Booker T, graduated from Booker T. Uh, Hello. But in, yes. I live right, to, right over here on 51st Street, right over here on Great Park. This, this dude out here, we're just okay. playing along with him. Younger than y'all. Grew up over there in that same neighborhood, the same house. I know this. I know this is very, very well. I remember being able to stay on the very park all day long. For me. Yes. So, so I remember this neighborhood. I remember when the shopping center had stores that we could actually go into and buy quality items. I remember when this neighborhood was full of families that cared about this neighborhood. And here's the important thing that you need to understand that is that a lot of people is going to change. The first person that has to change their perspective is you. <laughs> if you think
2: McLean is not the school to go to, everybody else is going
0: to think that too. That's right. When you start believing McLean is the best school, just like you said, whether nobody else believes it or not, the environment will change. It has to change. Here's the thing about it, and, and I just want to tell you about the Black man uh talks real quick. We just got done with. But with the summer program.
1: Our summer program, the first
0: thing that we did when I got involved in in, uh, uh, when I got involved in the organization, Uncle Keith, and he is Uncle Keith, he raised me from itty bitty, and he's still me. So, Uncle Keith uh, said, Hey, you want to do a golf class? And I can't do a golf class, Uncle Keith. We can do a golf class, yeah. We can do a golf class. We'll be doing that, have a golf class for fourth year. Go to the mission, we'll be back next year. They said, hey, when we came in, how much money are we going to raise for, uh, uh, for, for the game? We did we not raise more than what we thought we were going to raise last year, Joe? Joe was going to be found. We did that last year. We're going to do more next year. This year, for our summer program, our summer program only about between 10 and 15 people, that were, 10 to 15 students. We said, 10 to 15 students that we were paying about $600 for five weeks in that time, mind you, we didn't have the golf classes. We didn't have the game. So we didn't get to raise the money that we thought we were going to be able to raise. We were still able to get more than enough money to pay kids and pay our scholarships, but to pay kids. This time we paid more than 15 kids. We paid 20 kids. Not only did we pay 20 kids, one is about to get $1,000 to start their own business. Nobody else believed that we were going to be able to do it. Yes, sir right? It's, it's Corona time, right? We need to do our best. didn't all of the odds stacked against you. You can't become an overcomer until you got a backup to overcome. Anybody know the story of David Blythe? Y'all know the story of David Goliath? What's the story of David Goliath? What's the, the important part of David Blythe? everybody thinks, right? That's what everybody knows. You, y'all gonna be your favorite preacher. because I'm gonna be down in about two minutes. So here's the thing about David and Goliath. It's not the fact that he beat the, the, the John, it's not even, that's not even the case. The case is David wasn't even supposed to fight. He wasn't even supposed to fight. Why? Because he wasn't the warrior. When the king wanted to send somebody out, there, you want to fight, you better take this sword with you. You better take this chest plate, you. You better take this shield with you. It didn't fit. It didn't work. They wanted, nobody wanted to fight, but they wanted to tell him how to fight. They just said, look, I can't fight with your stuff. I can't fight the way you fight. I'm going to go fight the way I how to fight, with the things that God gave me to fight with." So he took the slingshot He took five stones, five stones. Only took one. It one. Mm-hmm. It one. Mm-hmm. But you know why he had five? Right. The number five means grace. grace. Mm. The reason why he had to take grace with him is because mercy means that you didn't get something you didn't. he was the one that was victorious, because he believed what he was fighting for. You have to believe in what you're fighting for. And when you believe in what you're fighting for, if not for, who you who can be it? man.
3: guy right here, y'all getting ready to listen to. When you hear the word OG,
2: he's a real OG.
3: What he's an is he's the original person that started the 100 black men. Yes sir, Joe, yes sir. 100 black men was started by him and he'll take the reason why. Amen. Go oh, ahead, yeah, Joe, you got the morning, young
0: man. I, I, would say I appreciate Keith Miller. Yeah. I, I got three adult children and he coached my oldest son in car, and he's coached a lot of young people, got a lot of young people. And several of them you went know, on to play football, football, and basketball. But he was very dedicated to it. And that's what we need men dedicated to make sure we all get where you're trying to get. <laughs> I love him playing. I love him I taught you the achievement here. I've been a doctor school teacher here. but I believe in the students in the class. I remember when I taught a doctor school. And I came here and I said, well, what's my class going to be? He said, what well, are we going to tell you, Mr. Weed? You ain't you have all the bad kids. <laughs> just bad kids. What do they mean bad kids? I went into class. Kids are all good. All good. The only problem they had is they were labeled as bad kids. They was not bad kids. They wanted to be respected. Well needed respect. And I respect them. You respect me, I respect you. They said what is that? I'm gonna tell you a little bit. When we started the Black Men, we actually started it because we were fighting to gang- get gang violence back in the 1990s. It was out of control. And that's how we start. I mean, we all these other things now, schools, education, economic development, mentoring, health and wellness, and other things. That's how we start. I want to tell you a story about myself. Is that I know a lot of y'all have dreams of being the NFL, the NBA, and all that, but the fact of the matter, that's not going to happen for most of us. Not a lot of job taken out here. Just now. So football star mm. Or oh, basketball star. Take pride in being a man. Right. A black man. Mm-hmm. Take pride in having to be a good husband. Mm-hmm. Take pride in your children looking up to you and saying that's my fault. Yeah. When people see you they say yeah, that's my fault. Yeah. And feel proud of that. Cause he's a man too just like you are. Now I'm close by telling you this, in life, you don't make mistakes, but we all make mistakes. But I'll tell you, I don't regret my mistakes. I learned from my mistakes, but I don't regret my mistakes. I'm just <coughs> what I regret. I regret the things that I should have done that I didn't do. Yeah. Because I was too scared to do it. Because I didn't believe in myself. But I didn't have the confidence to do it. I had no impressions. It harms me to this day. 20, 30 years ago, I said, why didn't I do that? Because I was here. Mm-hmm. Now I never know what would happen. My mistakes, I know what happened out of that. But I'll never know what happened for those things I could have done. <laughs> but I never done it. So without you, learn from your mistakes. <laughs> But when you want to go for something, go for it. Don't let that voice in your head tell you I can't do it. Don't let anybody else get in your head and say you're not good enough to do it. Because you can. Because you can. And if you don't do it, you look back when they say if only, if only. Don't you ever want to hear that word if only? Believe in yourself. You're a strong man. And you can do anything you want to do. That's what people don't do, it, right? right. Some good values. I'm a person who um, gets a quick story and where I came from. I lost my parents at, uh, I was a hero Mother and father just to driving accident, down. not the know Then I, uh, from here and there, you know, I had to find myself. And then I ended up moving to Tulsa. From Indianapolis to so long. They said, what are you going to talk to? What's out there? Ain't nobody out there with cowboys in and Indians. I said, well, I'm going to meet the buffaloes and the Indians. But anyway, I was riding the bus again. I was just working. And I'm like, then I got downtown. When no people walking and none of that last time, I'm like, man, y'all make a mistake. But God, when He sent you on a mission, it's never a mistake. I came and I received salvation and got saved and all the things that the past was past. passed. And uh, I met uh, Larry, some people called him LB, but I had something called him. But anyway, I got into coaching, basketball, football. Started out at Cleveland middle, middle school. Then I ended up in Hill Creek, Monroe. Then I ended up uh, having a little uh, semi-portal and the pitch pops all back and play. You know, Richard you know, just a lot of good players, man. And, uh, and my son, uh, they didn't work in so I became a part of the family of McClendon because of my children, because of ex-coach, and going and following my kids. And had to believed in him. And one thing that stood out about the plan that I liked about the plan is underdogs. Anybody know what underdogs is? That's people who don't believe in you. But guess who you got to believe in who? You got to believe in yourself. Right. That's right. Believe in yourself. And so I looked at it all the years and I said, what are they missing? You know what it was? I mean, it could tell you what in the whole scheme that they were missing. That's your coach, right? Yes, sir. Coach Bonner. That's your assistant coach, and all the players. Watch this. He can draw every play, and you can go out and do what you know. First of all, you have to have discipline to believe in what he's given you. You know what I mean, and so in our community, so when I coached for years, for eighteen years, I I had to take kids on like I was far father. I had to hear about what they were going through personally. Yeah, unhappy. Maybe daddy walked out, didn't believe in him. But watch this. You have to have a leader. How many, I'm looking at y'all before you answer me, I just want to sit some hands up or whatever. If it ain't you, don't raise your hand up. How many of you guys are bona fide leaders? Every life. He said something he just grabbed immediately. Because that's us I think, out of the box. He said, we went into the temperature of the plunge. I said, what is it? He said, this year. You know. Now the five guys that raised their hands. If you guys take the leadership ability, you can not bring it. It really can come true. It will come true. But guess what? If you got these guys here, has doubt that this can happen in the city and kill some You Gotta believe in yourself. But guess what? My son, I just is sitting here. Guess what? You're all the city. You could have been there. You had everything. You had everything to do. With. Guess what? The dream that you have is all mine. And y'all found it. If, if, if he's suffering, he's suffering, y'all also. Suffer. Because that takes away the structure of what you're trying to build. So, dreams do come true, but you got to pursue this man, and you got to come in here, these weights, you got to work man, you got to work like a child, this is a child, you got to come in here,
3: It was uh, two guys that stood up that's been on the NFL football field, and then I asked about who has been on the NBA basketball court, and we didn't have one person in there at the time. But now we got somebody that's been on the NBA basketball court that's actually coming to play. Eddie, Eddie, come on out here. Tell them like
0: you said. Tell them what the, the possibilities in life are. Possibilities in life are endless. But every single one of you, and I wish my my, my nephew was here, man. He ain't here. Don't worry yet you know where at today. He ain't home. But yeah, everything these guys talk about a very important lesson, especially especially my men. What thing he told y'all about being proud about being a man and, and taking care of your family, uh, being a good husband, all of those things are, are more important than anything you can do in life. Especially this, this, this sport thing, it's cool and all. But at the end of the day, when you finish playing sports, you still got more than half your life to do. And that's what people really don't understand. So for all of you with, dreams and go to the NFL and if some of you play basketball and, you know what I'm you want to go to the NBA, chances are your career is going to be over 28, 30, if you left, 35. Now, you have to live a whole another 35, 45 years of your life. What are you going to do? What is your purpose? Your purpose has to be found, you know what I'm saying, at a young age. You know what you like, you know what you love. Your work ethic has to start at a young age. Because if you don't have to work ethic now, what makes you think you're going to have something at 35 all of a sudden? It don't work like that. Your work got to be put in now. How many of y'all come in here early to the gym? Every day. How many of y'all leave late? Every day. How many of y'all listen to y'all coach? I'm talking about every day you say Even when you don't like it. You say what? <laughs> but I ain't even saying like that. Nah, I ain't bullshit. I ain't been saying like that. It's like, I want to listen to it right You know what I'm saying, you know what I'm saying? It's like, it's like it's, 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 it's right. because at the end of the day, he's living. How many, how, many, how many kids actually say, hey, I got an NFL coach? I mean, NFL players, my coach. Think about it. Think about it. How many years do y'all know that you say they uh, got a player as a coach? Not a lot. With that right there, y'all should be listening to him every day, soaking up everything he has to say. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I experienced Willie as a coach and, and trust him. I had to have one-on-one conversations with him and my nephew because my nephew was hard and everybody you knew He thinks he you knows everything. Guess what happens to the kids in know everything? Ah, they end up in these streets. Because they know it all. Struggle like everybody else. What, after, what happened after the struggle? Huh? I said they end up in the streets. They fall into struggle like everybody. What happens after the struggle? Jails. Huh? Jails. Jail. Yeah. Well, but how do you get to jail? I'm Nah, nah, it ain't a problem. You get that mentality by any means necessary. I ain't got it. Somebody else got it. I'm gonna go get it from them. You create a, 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 a jealousy mindset where you jealous of everybody. Why he got it and I got it. Most of the truth of the matter is, like you said, a lot of y'all not the NFL. But the majority of y'all can't go to college. You're not going to go to the NFL, but the truth of the matter is, the majority of you guys can go to college. I don't care where he's at it, if it's Bethune, Cookman, OBU, JUCO, wherever, you go and get your education. That's the most important thing. Your education. Because at the end of the day, sport only lasts so long. You have to use it like you use you. You think the people be way to use it, y'all? How much money y'all think colleges make off of y'all?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to give y'all props after we went
0: to the final four at OU. Guess how much money the school made? The school, our school, OU, guess how much money they made? $48 billion for us going to the final four. Guess how much we got? We got $30 per day, and per day while we over that. Imagine that. They got 48 million. Guess how much our scholarship was? The scholarship was $12,000 a year for the estate state players. It, it was double for the out state players, maybe like 24 But them numbers don't add up. All I'm saying is if you think those people are using you, So you got to use them too. You go. Mindset. Strong mindset. Strong mentality. You work hard. You create a work The goal and the vision is is, is always mainly about you. We can all have aspirations and dreams of playing professional sports. And as you should. Because that's a part of your life that you should enjoy. But at the end of the day, you should be thinking 10 years ahead, so what's going to happen? after I finish this. The story that I want to use with y'all, I know a lot of y'all don't know, but this is a guy that played the NBA by the name of Jamal Mashford. Anybody know Jamal Mashford? Y'all too young, y'all too Go home and Google. CJ know what I'm about to say. Guess what Jamal Mashford did with his, did with his first NBA contract? Huh? A lot of people do blow up, but he didn't. <laughs> he got his first contract. He bought 10 papa jobs at pizza restaurants. He lived off of McDonald's his whole entire first year. With the premiere they gave him every day they were on the road. He saved, him. bought 10 papa John's. Guess how many on the Over a hundred. His dreams were never the play that he for the rest of his life. His dream was to hold oh, a briefcase. He see the man walking down the street with a briefcase, looking in a shark suit, and that's what he wanted to be, a businessman. You think he knew what was in that briefcase? Hell, I didn't know what was in that briefcase. <laughs> when he lived in court, right? The thing, what I'm trying to tell you is, him just having a vision of what success looked like. If y'all can vision success, take that vision and run with it. Listen, life y'all is limitless. I believe everybody in here can be entrepreneurs. They can, you you know what I'm saying? You can run business. You can take care of your family. You can be doctors. You can be lawyers. You can be all of that. And I think at the end of the day, that's the main goal. I love the fact that y'all come in here, and work hard, and, and, and trust me. This right here teaches you a lot. I ask you, you, see that guy right there? He's a chef now. He has his no own business. He came, he came from, from, from these same streets as y'all. I came from these same streets. I'm born on 53rd Street What what's what, nothing nice about that back in the day? When you talk about with these, these, these gangbangers in, in the '90s. Guess who's ever played in the '90s when they was gangbanger? I was.
1: We had fights
0: every single day in school, not only with the kids in the school, with people that lived around here. We were the reason why kids couldn't go off campus anymore for Tulsa Public Schools. We we could go off campus for lunch. When we were in school, they had a big gang fight right across the street. They shut off campus much in the whole city because of that gang fight. How many people at this school you think was in that
2: fight?
0: Huh? Nah, probably like eight people. Yeah. The rest of them didn't even go to this school. They were like 21, they were older kids. But the 10 kids got into it, it was older kids, it ruined them, everybody in the whole entire city. Mm-hmm. Choices, that's what it is. How I mean, you got choices in Everybody got choices. You gotta make the right choice. The right choice. Because at the end of the day, I'm not responsible for what you do. If I walk up to you right now, and I smack you in the face, right? And you shoot me, you kill me, right? That's how long you're gonna for the rest of your life. Why? Because I had a wrong decision. Turn around. I made another decision. And what you going to tell What you to tell everybody else? He hit me. He slapped me so I shot him. Guess what's going to happen when you go see God? Don't
2: ask me why I shot you.
0: You're going to say God. I don't care why he slapped you. He made his choice. You got your choice. You got to answer your choice like you might your ex-court woman has your choices. The choices you make are the choices you make. Everybody's have the own choices you make, right. I, I, I pray that everybody in makes the right decisions, the right choices, you know? Because we all have, a, have, have something in common. That's the brotherhood of all of your teammates, your coaches, you know what I'm saying, your, your family. Everybody. And even if you we don't care even if you're not well-related, that that is that. So you may have somebody you're really close to. But like CJ said, keep you in check. I wasn't here, but I was watching on Facebook live. So I know I know what he said. You know what I'm saying? They they keep you in check. And that's what y'all are here for. When somebody gets up line, pull them back. Hey look dude, I don't, I, don't a, I don't think that's a good decision. I don't think you should be doing that. I I I I, I really think you need to go. You know, what you're doing. Maybe the first thing you said was the best thing to do. All of that, they are going to everybody. Y'all have to check each other. Y'all have to look out for each other. Because ain't nobody gonna look out for y'all. I'm telling y'all right now. Y'all think they are. Y'all might need somebody to to go ahead and say it. Y'all might need somebody y'all need to prove with y'all. And they really use y'all. But they live today. they got your interest in your heart. But your brothers and your dude, they only got you off. have to teach our youth and, and, and the kids in our neighborhood accountability, and we have to be accountable for that. I can't just watch, I, it, it's gonna be hard for me to just sit back and, and look outside and watch all the you I can't do it, and I won't do it anymore. So I asked him reach out to him and ask him how I be in front of the of black Men Because I want success for everybody in And success is gonna start with listening to him. Coach Big East, Coach Blood, my coach, they taught me everything. I didn't have a father in my house. They were my father. I listened to them with everything they said. And it, it, it turned out, it made me a better man listening to, to, to men that I looked up to and respected. It took everything they said, not to heart, but with the actual thought. Like, hey, hey, hey all right. Maybe I shouldn't do this. Maybe, maybe that's not right. You, you know what I'm saying? Maybe he's telling me right. Because at the end of the day, they want the best part. Like go through wants the best of y'all. And I just ask y'all be humble and work hard always. And, and continuously work, 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 no matter what it is. Classroom, football. Got a job at McDonald's. Be the best worker you can be. Right. And uh, you know what I'm saying? I love all y'all. And I'm gonna be I'm gonna be out here all year, football games, basketball games, y'all gonna see me around. But uh, thank y'all for, for giving me this time and this platform to see you guys.
2: Is Dom, Dom still here? Exposure to you, is Dominic still here? I think he must have the lead.